Welcome to Bed Crime Stories Podcast. I'm your host, T. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, bed crimers. As always, I wish you the best. To anyone new here, a warm welcome. Thank you for checking out my channel. Let me just ask that after listening to or watching this video, if you learned something or enjoyed it, please do me a favor and smash that like button. Now, let's dig in. If you've been a follower of true crime for the past several years, then no doubt you've heard of the Lori Vallow and Chad Daybell case. If you haven't, let me just say that if you ever wanted proof that human beings are capable of evil, this case is the ticket. In this series, I will give you a crash course in the case, preparing you for Lori Vallow Daybell's upcoming trial on April 3rd. In today's episode, we're going to cover all the players in the case, including the victims who allegedly died at the hands of Lori, her brother Alex Cox, and Chad Daybell. So grab a libation, find a soft seat, and let's dig in. His grandparents believe he's still alive, and they're offering a $20,000 reward for information that leads to him and his sister, Tylee Ryan. The grandparents say they don't even discuss the D word, and they're asking you to help find the kids. They are just the most unbelievable children you, you'd ever meet. Larry and Kay Woodcock are holding out hope. Please, for God's sake, please, please step up and begging for answers and we won't stop until until we know we just where want they an answer. are believing their grandson and his sister are okay these are beautiful young children they're two extremely intelligent young children and and we want them back we want them back in our family at the heart of this story are two deceased children and two deceased spouses. It is a twisted tale where people became intoxicated with their fantasies, delusions of grandeur, and narcissism, and pretty much went off-piste with their religious beliefs to the point where they decided to play God and decide who would live and who would die. This case came into the public eye when Lori Vallow Daybell's two children, Tylee Ryan and J.J. Vallow, had not been seen for months. During those months when the kids vanished, and months before that too, unbeknownst to the world and J.J. and Tylee's grandparents, the darkest of deeds were secretly going down. It was only when J.J.'s grandparents asked for a welfare check that the darkness began to be unveiled. Sadly, J.J. and Tylee were already long deceased and buried when that welfare check occurred. Because defendant Lori Vallow Daybell's trial begins on April 3rd, I thought it would be a good idea to review the case. It's such a complex story with a tangled web of participants, many a lie, and multiple locations, including Chad Daybell's very own portal to the other side, located in his closet. I want one, Daddy. Whether you're familiar with this case or not, this video and the others I will be doing will get you up to speed in no time. It's going to be a wild ride. So let's get started. Just a little info on the trial before we get into the weeds. Originally, Lori and Chad Daybell's trials were supposed to be joined. 
However, Judge Stephen Boyce in Idaho recently ruled to sever their cases after new DNA evidence was disclosed. That evidence is a strand of hair that was found on a piece of duct tape. Whose hair that is, we all want to know. I'm hoping it's either Chad or Lori. If it belongs to Alec Cox, that's not going to help because he's dead and cannot be sentenced to any other punishment than eternal hell, which is where I'm pretty sure he's at. Sorry, but you will see Cox was as evil as Chad and Lori allegedly are. I'm only saying allegedly because I don't want to get sued. When this new DNA evidence was disclosed to Lori and Chad's separate defense attorneys, Chad's lawyer, John Pryor, argued successfully that the state did not disclose it in a timely manner. For this reason, Pryor said he would not be ready for Chad's scheduled April 3rd trial date. The judge agreed to give Pryor additional time, and thus Chad's trial date has been postponed and it hasn't yet been set. Lori, despite her attorney's advice to also waive her right to a speedy trial so that he could also have additional time to analyze the new DNA evidence, chose not to waive her right. As a result, Lori's trial will still be held on April 3rd. By the way, her third husband, Joe Ryan, who suffered greatly because of Lori's egregious treatment of him, died on April 3rd of 2018. Is this a coincidence or heavenly justice? Note that I'm hearing through the grapevine that Lori believes she's going to be acquitted. So she's going into this trial wearing rose-colored glasses and likely still believing that she's a god. And yes, Lori is Fifty Shades of Cray-Cray, but she's not so out of her mind to claim that she didn't know what she was doing. She showed enough presence of mind to lie to the cops about where her kids were for a very long time. If she were truly over-the-rainbow nutty, she would have told them that she and Chad had gotten rid of the kids to destroy the zombies that were inhabiting their bodies. Lori's trial is expected to last anywhere from six to eight weeks, and if we consider how long Alec Murdoch's trial ran, six weeks, it seems likely that Vallo Daybell's trial will go beyond that. So what is Lori actually charged with? She's facing a slew of serious charges, conspiracy to commit first-degree murder, and grand theft by deception for the death of her daughter, 16-year-old Tylee Ryan, another charge of first-degree murder for the death of Tylee. She's also charged with conspiracy to commit first-degree murder and grand theft by deception for the death of her adopted seven-year-old son, J.J. Vallow as well as another charge of first-degree murder for his death. May these two precious souls rest in peace. And then there's another charge of conspiracy to commit first-degree murder in the death of Tammy Daybell, who was Chad Daybell's previous wife, and grand theft related to Social Security survivor benefits for the care of Tylee and J.J., 
that were used after the kids went missing and after Lori knew they were deceased. Lori is also facing charges in Arizona. Those are conspiracy to commit first-degree murder for the death of Charles Vallow, who died at the hands of Lori's now-deceased brother, Alex Cox. By the way, Lori's brother, Alex, is known as the family hitman, and he died suddenly a day after Chad's wife Tammy's body was exhumed by investigators. Now, let's talk about who's who in the case. Let's start with Lori. This is 49-year-old Lori Vallow Daybell, a.k.a. the Doomsday Mom. She was born in 1973 and has four siblings, two brothers, Adam and Alex, and two sisters, Stacy and Summer. Right after high school, Lori got married. That marriage did not last long, and she soon moved to Austin, Texas, to attend cosmetology school. With her good looks and ability to charm, a skill that will later enable her to weasel out of trouble with the law and several mental health evaluations, Lori got herself on the stage and under a spotlight, her favorite place to be. In 2004, she was on the Wheel of Fortune, where she won $17,500. That same year, she participated in the Mrs. Texas pageant. Here's Lori in her turquoise bikini and in her evening gown. She made it to the semifinals, but not the finals. Clearly, this lady feeds off attention and usually finds she gets it through her physical attributes. Lori's other notable achievement is that she's been married five times. As I said earlier, husband number one was right out of high school. That marriage ended quickly. With husband number two, Lori became a mom for the first time with her son, Colby. Marriage number two, however, also ended in divorce. Lori's third husband was Joe Ryan. With Joe, Lori welcomed her beautiful daughter, Tylee, into the world. Joe and Lori's marriage ultimately ended in divorce and in an epically toxic custody battle that I believe contributed to Joe Ryan's premature death on April 3rd of 2018 at age 59. In 2006, Lori married her fourth husband, Charles Vallow, and in 2014, Lori and Charles adopted their son, J.J. Vallow, when he was about nine months old. J.J. was the grandson of Charles' older sister, Kay Woodcock. Because J.J. was born to two parents suffering from serious addictions and weighed just over two pounds at birth, Kay and her husband, Larry, took little J.J. home from the hospital and nurtured him to health. When Kay's younger brother, Charles, expressed the desire to keep J.J. in the family, Kay and Larry decided that the little boy would find a loving forever home with Charles and Lori. According to Kay and Larry, Lori appeared to be the very best of mothers back then. They could never have imagined the changes that Lori would undergo 
over time. In her four failed marriages, Lori's pattern seemed to be to always blame the other person. It was always the other guy's fault. Court records document the absolutely horrid treatment she subjected Joe Ryan to. If you read through those documents, it is clear that she put him through hell on earth and I believe contributed to his death, not necessarily physically by doing him in, but through her nonstop campaign to pollute his relationship with Tylee. Lori mostly made it impossible for Joe to have a loving relationship with his daughter. Lori even accused Joe of essaying Tylee as well as Colby, which led to little Tylee being subjected to probing physical examinations that were no doubt traumatizing to the little girl. And in the end, it doesn't appear that there was ever any solid evidence that Ryan had committed these acts against Tylee. What was clear was that the girl had been coached as to what to say when interviewed, and that Lori was using Tylee as a pawn in the relationship. On to Chad Daybell. 54-year-old Chad married his first wife, Tammy, in 1990. Chad was, is, a doomsday author and someone who claims that he's got one foot in the mortal world and one foot in the sweet hereafter. Chad claims he sees visions of the future and that he can talk to the dead. Chad currently stands accused of taking his wife Tammy's life while she slept in bed on October 19th of 2019. Tammy, by all accounts, was in relatively good health at the time, and she went to bed feeling fine, but she never woke up. She was a librarian as well as mother to Chad's five children. She also loved animals and was said to be a very nice woman who was very close to her family. Moving on to Lori's brother, Alex Cox, who, as I told you earlier, was known or is known as the family hitman. One of the theories floating around is that Alex is the guy who did the kids in and the others. I'm not so sure that's true. We shall see. Alex was married to a lady named Zulema Pastinas, but only for 13 days. You see, he died at Zulema's house 13 days into their quickie marriage. In fact, Zulema's son, who is the person who discovered Alex deceased in the bathroom, he didn't know his new stepfather's last name. By the way, Alex died the day after investigators had Tammy Daybell's body exhumed. Although the coroner noted that Alex died of natural causes due to blood clots wedged in the arteries of his lungs, it's hard to believe that Alex didn't somehow induce his own death. I wonder if Alex was seeing the writing on the wall that the heat was about to show up maybe on his doorstep. Alex met Zulema when he, like his sister Lori, got deep into the doomsday stuff and when he also fell under Chad Daybell's spell. Chad and Lori gave Zulema the role of controller of the elements, meaning Lori and Chad gave her the power 
to control the weather. So watch out if you ticked her off because she might send some fire and ice your way. Zulema was definitely a part of the Lori and Chad cult along with Alex. And guess what Zulema did to earn a living? She worked as a professional cuddler. Who knew there was such a gig? Note that at one point, Alex told Zulema that if anything were to happen to him, there was a bag of cash in their closet. There are also two Melanies in this story. One is Lori's niece, Melanie Pulowski. Melanie is the daughter of Lori's deceased sister, Stacy. Stacy died when Melanie was just nine years old. As an adult, Melanie became close to her Aunt Lori, and that was right around the time all of the doomsday stuff started to blossom out of control. Melanie was actually married first to a man named Brandon Boudreau, with whom she had four children. When Melanie began spending most of her time with Aunt Lori and Uncle Alex, she abruptly divorced Brandon and followed Lori and Alex to Rexburg, Idaho. They all moved there, and Melanie did not take her kids with her. Lori and Alex had moved there to be closer to Chad Daybell. Once in Rexburg, Melanie met a man named Ian Pulowski, who quickly became her second husband, and today they have a child together. So to reiterate, Lori Vallow-Debel is Melanie Pulowski's aunt. Alex Cox was Melanie's uncle, and Tylee and JJ were Melanie's young cousins. Colby is also Melanie's cousin. The other Melanie in this nightmare saga is Melanie Gibb. Gibb was a devout follower of Lori and Chad, and despite her protestations, was very much involved in all the doomsday stuff. She and Lori met at a Mormon temple and quickly became best friends. Despite Gibb's close ties to Lori and Chad, and their doomsday planning, it does not appear that Gibb had anything to do with the children's deaths or anyone else's death for that matter. Unsealed documents in the case, however, do show that Gibb's involvement was much more than what she admitted to in the interviews she's done. So who are the human beings who died allegedly at the hands of Lori, Chad, and Lori's brother, Alex Cox. This is where the story becomes very sad. Note that all of these precious souls died in 2019. One occurred in mid-July of 2019, two in September, another one in October, and yet another in December. So 2019 was the year of light and dark ratings. If Chad deemed someone dark, that did not bode well for that person. They usually didn't live very long. It was also the year of zombies and death. I'm going to include Joe Ryan in here because, like I said, I believe that had he never come in contact with Lori Vallow or Alex Cox, he likely would still be alive. As I said earlier, Joe passed away on April 3rd of 2018. Joe Ryan was deceased for several days before anyone discovered him in his sparsely furnished apartment. Only the smell 
alerted neighbors. Several items of interest can be seen in photos of Joe's apartment post his death, a pair of women's sunglasses on the bedroom counter. I wonder who those belong to. And photos of his daughter, Tylee, on pretty much every shelf. Joe clearly loved Tylee and was doing his best to stay strong for her and overcome the depression he was reportedly battling at the time. Joe's sister, Annie Cushing, and many others think that there's a possibility that Lori Vallow and Alex Cox could have somehow caused Joe's death. That's all allegedly because no charges were ever filed, and Joe's body was quickly cremated at Lori's bequest right after his death. So we may never know the full truth of what happened to Joe Ryan. Next comes Lori's fourth husband, Charles Vallow. Charles lost his life on July 11th of 2019 in Arizona in what was originally deemed an act of self-defense by Lori's brother, Alex. However, Charles' death has since been deemed a homicide, and rightly so because it was clearly planned and Alex ambushed him. I'm sure Charles could not quite believe that Lori and Alex would go to that degree, or else he would never have gone inside that home. Alex began by delivering one wound to Charles' chest, and then, when Charles was prostrate and on the floor on his back, and maybe even already deceased, Alex delivered another wound to his chest. In my book, that spells overkill and not self-defense. Next comes Lori's daughter, Tylee. 16-year-old Tylee is believed to have died on September 8th of 2019 after a trip to Yellowstone National Park. Here is the last known photo of Tylee. Her body was later found in pieces and burned in Chad Daybell's backyard. No words can fully express the horror of this, and no punishment will ever make up for the loss of this spunky, beautiful, loving young lady who had so much more life to live. After Tylee comes little JJ. This sweet soul is believed to have died on September 23rd of 2019. Like Tylee, JJ was found in Chad Daybell's backyard, in an area known as the Pet Cemetery. In fact, his body was found just 30 feet from his beloved big sister, Tylee. JJ, unlike Tylee, was basically cocooned in plastic. It was almost as if more tenderness, if you can call it that, was shown to JJ's body than Tylee's. I heard forensic coroner Joseph Scott Morgan say that he suspects investigators will find more clues about what exactly happened from Tylee's remains than from JJ's. Morgan explained that by saying that whoever tampered with Tylee spent more time with her body and used, let's say, more tools on her. We already talked about Tammy Daybell, who died on October 19th of 2019, and Alex Cox, who passed away 
in December of 2019. And those are the sweet souls who passed away in connection to Lori Vallow, Alex Cox, and Chad Daybell. Next time on Bed Crime Stories, we'll go over the chronology of events that ultimately led to the arrests of Lori Vallow Daybell and her fifth husband, Chad Daybell. Do me a favor, join me for that, and right now, if you could, smash that like button. See you next time. Vallow's grandparents believe he's still alive, and they're offering a $20,000 reward for information that leads to him and his sister, Tylee Ryan. The grandparents say they don't even discuss the D word, and they're asking you to help find the kids. They are just the most unbelievable children you, you'd ever meet. Larry and Kay Woodcock are holding out hope. Please, for God's sake, please, please step up. And begging for answers. And we won't stop until until we know we just where want they an answer. are. Believing their grandson and his sister are okay. These are beautiful young children. They're two extremely intelligent young children and and we want them back. We want them back in our family. The Wood